Pollution is bad, it makes me sad. Welcome to the debate show. I'm Wade Kale. Here are my co-hosts. I'm Aaron. I'm Noah. I'm Nicole. Let's go. On today's episode, we are going to debate about whether the state or federal government should have the majority of power for regulating pollution. We will be hearing from multiple point of views and opinions considering the topic. All around America, different states are affected by environmental issues like pollution in diverse ways. If you compare two states like California and North Dakota, you will find a big gap in environmental issues that are needed to be addressed and fixed. If the government oversees fixing pollution problems in the states, the even distribution of help will not be as beneficial as the states could individually try and fix the problems depending on what they know is needed. The Tenth Amendment states that the powers are the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited to by the states are reserved to the states. The Tenth Amendment is protecting the states' rights to take charge of full supervision over environmental issues, protect their land, national parks, sacred areas, etc., and or protect the citizens' overall public health. Thank you, Noor. Now we will be hearing from Nicole. The Federal Pollution Act was created by the federal government in 1990. Um, it helps with pollution prevention and it is a public policy. Pollution should be prevented or reduced at the source wherever feasible is the main idea of this act. Pollution um, not preventable should be recycled in an environmentally safe manner. Laws like this can only be um, executed through federal power because of the supremacy clause. If a federal law is made to contradict a state law, the federal law must be executed rather than the state law. The Clean Air Act of 1970 is another federal law that regulates air emissions. The NHHQS, National Ambient Air Quality Standards, is an EPA resource that protects the public health and welfare to regulate emissions of hazard air pollutants. This is important because it's another federal law that really shows how um, the federal government can help to regulate air pollutions better than a state government could. Thank you, Nicole. Now let's hear from Aaron. While Congress did create both the Clean Water and Clean Air Act in 1972, little change was made because of these acts. This is because different states have different problems. For example, Tennessee is one of the states with the highest air pollution rates. On the other end, Indiana is a state with one of the highest water pollution rates. The federal government can re can't regulate to each state's specific needs. The state government would have more focused idea on what their state needs and therefore will be able to help fulfill those needs. Thank you, Aaron. So now I will present my uh, point of view. States can't regulate all of their pollution laws because in many cases, pollution laws impl implemented by one state can positively affect another state because one state may be downriver or down air from one, from one another. So many states don't want to implement regulations that benefit another state's capital. For instance, many states on the West Coast, such as California, suffer from large air pollution from the Midwest, such, such as a state as Kansas. Also, many significant violators are national companies that operate in many states. Individual states can't effectively take on nationwide operations. 
Filing cases once at a time is, inef- is inefficient and leads to inconsistent results. So the federal government should have control over all regulations over states to make it more effective and efficient, which is supported by this suprem- supremacy clause. Thank you. Now let's hear from everyone. What are your opinions on the environment? Um, I think the federal government is much more equipped to handle pollution and environment causes. This is because they can make stronger laws and their laws will be more powerful due to the supremacy clause. They can have prosecution if federal pollution crimes are committed. Another example of this is the Environmental Protection Agency, which has limits on air pollution, like nitrogen oxide, sulfur dioxide, particulate matter, and carbon monoxide. This also can enforce federal laws on clean water and drinking water. While these points are very valid, a state government would have a much more focused idea on what can help their state. States have different problems regarding the environment and pollution. Some states have higher air pollution, some states have higher rates in water pollution, and those issues need different kinds of solutions. A state government would be much better at solving these problems. I agree with Erin. If if one state has issues with some things, giving them the materials that another state might need to do better and fix these issues might not be the best work. I I agree with Nicole. of the EPA having control over environmental crimes and laws is much more effective because many states don't take action to enforce criminal environmental laws. Um, many companies cut corners and the EPA is much more effective. Now here's Nor with this episode's fun fact. Did you know that air pollution is the fourth largest threat to human health? A child born today might not breathe clean air until they are eight years old. This is tragic. I hope they get better. I hope you enjoyed this episode's fun fact. Now let's get back to the debate. The U.S. air quality is mainly ensured through the federal government and the Clean Air Act. This act provides framework to prevent and decrease air pollution. The federal government has the majority of authority in this program. If the national government did not have power, it would not be able to create anything to regulate pollution. Well, the national government might be able to help all the states, but the state's governments can focus on what each state individually needs more than the national government can. Yeah, I agree. The government made the Clean Air and Water Acts in 1972, which authorized expanded studies of air and water pollutant sources. These studies may have seemed to have been beneficial, but they're actually counteractive. There are 50 states in our country, and they each have their own problems regarding pollution. The states will be much more equipped to handle situations like these because they can focus on what their specific state needs. Yes, but they do not have any real authority over anything, especially the federal government. If the federal government decides to place a law, the state government cannot add on to that law or tell their state citizens to do anything to defer.
Well, the federal, if the federal government gave order for every state to fix pollution problems that comes from factories, a state like Hawaii might not struggle as much with this problem. But a state like California that has a lot of factories will. So Hawaii should be given funding so that they can do whatever they need. So they could fix their beaches and just practice on whatever Hawaii needs. They shouldn't have to receive funding and be told to fix something that they don't even have a problem with when that money and that funding can go to something of a better cause. So you might be aware with the Environmental Protection Agency. This is an agency provided by the federal government that gives states orders to benefit the environment and focus on issues along the states. While this sounds like a good thing, it would be a lot easier and more beneficial if the states are able to choose and work on their own plans in order to fix these problems individually. Don't you agree, Erin? Yeah, I totally agree. Even if the federal government is able to make progress on some issues, they won't be able to track this progress. State governments are much more equipped to handle these situations and they can track how much their state is improving in terms of pollution. I agree. So technically, the states can deal with their environmental problems better if they can focus on what they really need to. What do you have to say, Nicole? The EPA is a federally funded program. It does many things like um, helps everyone be prepared for natural disasters. The EPA has also pr proposed cl a clean cars plan, which would reduce greenhouse gas emissions expand the use of clean technologies, and save consumers billions in fuel costs. The EPA also relaunches climate indicators websites showing how climate change is impacting people's health and the environment. The EPA is also celebrating the 30th anniversary with the launch of its first climate partnership program, the Greenlight. This is all very helpful and beneficial to keep America very safe and to keep the environment and everybody aware of it. While such great progress has been made with the federal government in control, the state governments in control would make so much more progress in their specific state. Their state is so much more focused on what they need to improve, and they'll be able to see progress a lot faster. With the Reform Act of 1995, it was made an attempt for Congress to stop setting mandates in local governments without funding for them. If the government wants to use the EPA to give commands for things the states can do to fix the environment, they should also provide the funding because the states can't be counted on to get these issues from the government and say, we need to fix these problems, but if they don't have the funding to do so, then their environment is not gonna proceed to grow and get better like they need to. So if the government is not providing the funding, the state should be whatever, able to do whatever they want with their own thank you for listening to the debate show please share your opinions on our twitter don't litter follow our twitter have a great day save the environment <laughs>